Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. I'm Becca, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Adam and Nicole. Hi. hi. Hello. Hey. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> I was just thinking that we don't, like, have a slogan. You know, Potted Together, where we get potted together. Or, like, you know, <laughs> potted together, where we were all transplanted together. Like, I don't yeah. know. We don't have a slogan. I was listening to this podcast the other day called you're wrong about have you heard it yes okay it's cute and every episode they have a new slogan like (laughs) you're wrong about the episode where we tell you what you're wrong about or in like (laughs) it but every episode like based on the topic it's it's something funny that's a great podcast i'll turn that on every once in a while when i'm feeling especially studious and want to learn something well the one the one sorry to break it to you but one of the co-hosts just said this past week that he's leaving mike yeah i'm so sad because really i really like him yeah how can it go on she's gonna continue it sarah she's just gonna continue it by herself yeah she's gonna have guests guests on often okay yeah man that would be so awkward to do this podcast without one of you like i don't know yeah, I don't know if it would continue, and we have it would have to have a different name. Like, just but you to- have to you have to listen to this latest ap- episode of theirs because as they were talking, it was really sad. But they they approached it in a happy like a happy way. Like he was like, you know, we sat down and when we had this conversation, we both came together and we just realized like this isn't like there's I don't have any more to give to this podcast, and like I wasn't really mm. happy with doing it like it didn't bring me joy anymore and it was like oh my god what a sad reality to face but at the same time like he's gonna go out and do other things and i'm just like all i kept on thinking was oh my god are we ever gonna have that phone call (laughs) 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 got really sad i think it'll be a few more seasons before that happens Uh, yeah i would hope more than a few i would hope so I don't see us breaking up. Although, okay, listen, when not couples, but like when groups break up, they I feel like there's usually bad blood, but they're not going to say that. Yeah. Like there was this travel YouTube duo that I followed. They were called Damon and Joe, and there was some bad blood in that breakup, but they made it seem like it was very I mean, they're not going to be like, yeah, we're in a legal battle right now. They're not going to say that. Right. But that's what was happening because she got cast for a Netflix travel show and he didn't. And she took it. She took the deal, which like, I don't know if I can really fault her for that. But I think it was everything that happened thereafter that just wasn't good. Like, no. Yeah. I think about 
I don't know, like you have this like huge, like Netflix offers you a show. Like, would you say no if they don't mm. let your partner do it? No. I don't know. That's a hard. Is that <laughs> Listen, the Damon if... Dominique that you watch? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they weren't so... together romantically. They were just friends that were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's gay as well. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So they were just really, really good friends and they traveled and made amazing content. They started a whole company together, like major company, major travel company. And I mean, he like branched off and now is doing so much like on YouTube and he's incredible. He's one of my favorite YouTubers. So cinematic, so thoughtful, and yeah. he's really funny. So it it was definitely probably better for his career to like section off but i'm sure in the moment that sucked yeah he was very yeah he was very nice about it because i think she really screwed him oh well that see i feel like obviously as we grow and we get bigger it may become more like detrimental if one of us were to leave because it could be a huge source of income for some people but like Mm -hmm. As of right now, like if you got a Netflix offer or like a YouTube thing, I'd be like, uh, go do that shit. Yeah, same. Yeah. You know? But mainly I think it's because we come together every week and we're honestly just sitting down for an hour or two and having a conversation about a topic. Like we we don't do a ton of re some of our episodes are gonna require more research, but like we don't do a ton of research. We don't it, it doesn't take a ton of our energy. I think the most person that's mm-hmm or the person that's putting in the most work is probably Adam because he's editing the episodes. But like yeah. for us, we're just showing up, you know? Right, yeah. We but just I... show up and there's a shiny new episode every week and we're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Let me remember to post on Instagram Monday morning <laughs> and not forget. Mm-hmm. Oh, can mm-hmm. I have a funny story. Can we start with our weekly update and can I start? <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. we can. And it yes, revolves... It, it, it revolves around the podcast, okay? So this Monday was Indigenous People's Day. Yay, yay, yay. No school, right? So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I could sleep in on Monday. It's a good day. We stay up really late. We were watching Midnight Mass. If you haven't seen Midnight Mass on Netflix, highly suggest it if you like all things to do with vampires, mm. zombies. Yeah, Ooh. watch it. Anywho, we stayed up really late watching that. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. I set my alarm early Sunday morning because I was trying to be a good podcast host. And remember, I need to post at 7 a.m. when the episode goes live. So my alarm went off at 7 a.m. That's totally fine. I could just shut my alarm off, right? No, I couldn't shut my alarm off because a few months ago I dropped my phone and my screen cracked. We all remember this. You guys couldn't see me in our FaceTimes for a while. It was very blurry. And then I got it fixed and I've been having nonstop issues with my phone. Well, I went to go shut off my alarm and I couldn't see my screen. So I pressed the side button three times on the side of my phone. It dialed 911 on myself. So I called 911. It sent out an emergency EMS to all of my contacts like that I have in my emergency thing. So like six people, 7 a.m. get this emergency thing like, oh, my God, Nicole's in a ditch somewhere. It was horrible. I was awake. Needless to say, I posted on Bought It Together Instagram. But it was horrible because like I don't this is the the second time this has happened. I can't remember if I talked about this before. (laughs) But like I'm like, at what point? 
do you call 911 enough where it's a false alarm where they're just like, okay, listen, you're pranking us. Like, stop doing this. Like, we're going to arrest you type thing. You know, like, I feel yeah. like I took that phone call away from somebody that really needed it. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. No, I bet that happens a lot with that rapid because if you press it really quickly, like five times, yeah. it'll start calling 911. That's happened to me a few times and I like hang up really fast and nothing happens. But I'm like, oh, God. I didn't even yeah. know about this. I didn't even um, know about this feature. Did I tell you what happened to me with this feature when I was in Orlando? Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. Well, I have a story to tell. But first of all, I do want to address that I don't feel... That you have to wake up at 7 a.m. to post when the podcast posts. Like, that that's never been a requirement. I don't feel that way either. Like, we maybe, have a sometime, very... maybe sometime in that morning, but I feel like you just put pressure on yourself that didn't need to be there. Because, honestly, I wouldn't wake up to submit a post and then go back to sleep. Like, don't well, do no. that. No, this is the thing. I'm usually awake. I wake up at 6.30 because I have to, I have to take the kids to school. So, like, it's... I'm awake anyway. It's just a reminder for myself. So the alarm yeah. was a reminder. It wasn't to wake up. Okay. But we all know I don't post at 7 a.m. every Monday. Like, let's be <laughs> honest. Usually it's like 2 p.m. and Adam's like, hey, are you planning on posting today? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. So can I do my quick story? Not about yes. my week. We can get back to your week. But yeah. Anyways, so I was in... Orlando, Universal Studios, having the time of my life, you know, back in June. Um, and first of all, Orlando, you just like can't take anything on the rides with you. Gone are the days when you went on roller coasters and you could put your bag in like a little square box and you came back and you could take it because like they load and unload at different spots now. So I always had every ride I had to rent a uh, a locker to put my bag in. It was annoying. Aww. But anyway, so I go on Hagrid's Magical Creatures ride, and it was amazing, by the way. And my phone was in my pocket, and I, the the ride, like, I secure myself in a roller coaster because I just have this idea, like, I need to not be able to move even a little. Like, I will <laughs> push it so hard, the restraints that I can't breathe, because I'm just like, yeah. nope, I can't, oh, I can't breathe. Yeah, it's bad. I have a little anxiety. Like, I always try to get it to do one more click. I'm like, just one more. <laughs> anyway. Wouldn't uh, that, like, put pressure on it, though? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I'm getting cre- creepy Final Destination vibes. <laughs> anyway. Oh, so, my gosh. Oh, gosh, yeah. The ride was amazing. Get off the ride. I'd look at my phone, and it has, like, activated emergency beacon. And I was like, oh, crap. I thought it was calling 911 or whatever. I don't know if it actually did call 911. So I ended it. No big deal. Went and got lunch. During lunch, I get a text message from my ex-wife that said, are you okay? Oh, no. And apparently I had her set up as my emergency contact. And when I l- opened the text message, because you could see, like, it said, are you okay? When it opened up the text message, it sent out the emergency beacon. It said, Adam Banzoff has submitted, like, yeah. has activated an SOS. And then it shows a map of your location. Yes. And the map said, I was in the Forbidden Forest. <laughs> I was like, like, you can't make it up. I was like, it says... It showed the whole text of like emergency bacon and then it had the my little dot and it just said forbidden forest and I was like, What the hell? I'm surprised she didn't text you with what the fuck are you doing? 
BRB going to Hogwarts. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. No, mine just showed me in my bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. That's, oh she was good about it. So I changed funny. it because I was just like, oh, I did not know that that was a thing. Like I didn't know it did yeah. that. Yeah. No, it sent uh. it to my it sent it to my friend Nikki. It sent it to her mom to my mom to ted everybody's sleeping jay's next to me sleeping his phone's buzzing going off i'm like god i gotta update this shit that's so funny well i mean you got to catch up with the next nicole woke up the whole family <laughs> yeah it was a great week i'm bringing people together wow yeah that emergency system i really need to check and see who's on mine and make sure it's not like <laughs> It would be really awkward if it reached out to one of my exes. <laughs> I mean, it was awkward for me, too, given the circumstances. But then I, yeah. I was like, well, it was, at least it was really, really nice of you to, like, check in on me. Yeah. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, cringe. I was just, I felt so bad. And I was like, oh, this is cringy. But the Forbidden Forest was like the I, the cherry on top of the cake. I was like, yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, honestly, if if I'm being honest, that was the update. That was that was the highlight of my week was Monday's <laughs> wake up call. Um, Not much else happened this week. It's been kind of boring. Uh, you've been watching lots of spooky movies. Yes, I have. Well, it's spooky movie season, so tis the season. Mm-hmm. I've watched Halloween one, two, four, and five twice already. Um, what happened to three? Three's the worst. Okay, Halloween oh. fans out there, <laughs> three. <laughs> Halloween three is called the season of the witch. Okay, it doesn't even have Michael Myers in it. So right off, really? right from the jump, just blasphemy. Yeah. So I just don't even bother with number three. But I will tell you, I just realized that there's a Halloween six and I'm slightly embarrassed to admit that I didn't know about this movie. And Paul Rudd is in it. Ooh. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Love me some Paul Rudd. I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd. And what? In the- and Michael Myers is in it, and it looks really good. So I'm excited about that, and I'm also excited that there's a new one coming out tomorrow called Halloween Kills. Yeah. Wait, to- so you didn't? Is Halloween Halloween Kills? Is that number seven? No. So here's the breakdown. Okay, there's okay. the original. <laughs> Becca, for anyone wondering, Becca just rolled her eyes to the back of her head. Okay, there's <laughs> there's Halloween one. Nicole's two. like in her element. This is mm. this is Nicole at her peak. She's peaking right I now. I am my best person right now. So there's one through one through six. Now that I found out, and then Rob Zombie redid one and two. So the originals, he redid them, which he did a really good job at, at redoing them. I just can't watch them when the kids are here because it's like like an hour of the movie is just naked women and tons of profanity anyway but he did a really good job with the story so there's that and then there's h2o which is halloween 20 years later which is with jamie lee curtis that's a really Mm -hmm. good one that's with josh hartnett 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 yeah are you guys there yeah yeah you're you're gone Oh, I was oh, still. She 
dipped off. Uh-oh. There's our girl. I don't know what happened. Let me get off the <laughs> Wi-Fi. Okay, where did I leave off? H2O, Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Um, so that's a really good one. Then there's Halloween Resurrection. That's with Tyra Banks and Buster Rhymes. That one wasn't that great. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> I know. And then there's Halloween from 2018, which is another good one. Then that's the last one, I think. Ooh, okay. Am I a true fan? Yeah, I think that that's the last one. And now there's another one coming out tomorrow. I saw H. I saw H2O in theaters, Halloween 20, or tw- the 20-year one in theaters, and my mom was just like, I went with my mom and my brother and a friend, and we were driving home after the movie, and she's like, we have to watch the first one, because it's, it's, nothing will ever compare to that. But as a child, seeing H2O and then going back 20 <laughs> years to seeing the original, I was like, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. Where's all the blood? Where's all the blood? Where's all the special effects? Yeah. I think that the scores of scary movies is really what made them. Like, the music behind it is just the best, you know? Yeah. But anyway, so there's the breakdown, Becca, in case you wanted to binge Halloween. If you're listening to this, Halloween has passed. It was last week. Sad, sad, sad. Oh, yeah. Now we're in happy Ooh. season. Well, actually, I'm it's in just Hawaii. A... You're in Hawaii. Ooh. Look at I'm you. I'm in Hawaii right now. <laughs> Look at you living your best life. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> cue the tropical having music. Having a blast. Yeah, cue the tropical music. Having a blast. There we go. Drinking a Mai Tai. That's so funny. I don't think I've ever had a Mai Tai. Ooh. Have one and a pina colada. Yum yum Ooh, yum. Yum. Yes yes yes. Um, cool. Well, Adam, would you like to share your week? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We need a kitty update. Kitty update. The kitties are getting along. Good. Now they're tolerating each other. They're doing a little sniffs of each other's noses and butts, and everything's fine. There's no more hissing, which has been good. Aww. Uh. This last weekend, I went over to my friend Lydia's house and we made dumplings. That was really fun. Oh, yeah. I, I saw, saw that. that. Were they delicious? Yeah, they were so good. So Lydia's parents are Korean. Well, and so is Lydia, obviously. <laughs> uh, and so th- we were celebrating Korean Thanksgiving, I think. Mm. And it was like a dumpling making lesson. And it was really interesting, but also like... Uh, I don't want to sound rude, but I just got bored of it really quick. Like, I don't want to work that much for my food. I don't have to do that. (laughs) I didn't even do any of the work. Like, her mom made all of this delicious food, but she did show us how to fold the dumplings. And it was really fun to do. Like, I looked at Steve and I was like, we need to figure out how to, like, we need to get the recipe for the innards of the the dumplings because it was really good. And it was actually easy. I was like, we could do this at home. Like, we could. And then you can own. come over here and then you can be a guest on Nicole's Clean Kitchen. Yes. See. Uh, Full circle. But her mom was her mom and her dad, they were just so kind and they didn't make fun of us for our awful dumplings. Cause some of them some of mine like my first few, I was like, woof. That <laughs> does not look good. But <laughs> I feel like the good thing about food though is that it cannot look good and still be delicious. So like Yeah. And it was. Yeah. It was so delicious. Yeah. Um, mm. 
And then other than that, I've been like just, you know, watching my regular shows. I watched all of Squid Games. Oh, which... shh, no spoilers. <laughs> We're I'm not on... going to give spoilers. We're on five. Ooh. Have you watched it, Becca? No. Oh, it's so good. I The only reason I started watching, well, not the only reason. I saw the preview like a week ago and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. But it was like an audio. It was, it's obviously in Korean. Mm-hmm. And it was audio dubbed. And I live my life with subtitles on. And so I was just like, I just don't know if I want to handle this tonight. But then so I finally started watching it because I saw it everywhere on TikTok. You know, the red light, green light. Oh, and I was really? like, I need to know what all these TikToks are talking about. So I watched <laughs> it and it was very good. Yeah, we have it dubbed in mm. English. I, I really wanted to watch it in Korean with subtitles because I just feel like sometimes they mess it up. Like they mess up the character for me with the voiceovers. Just doesn't match up. Yeah. Well, there's a big hubbub about it being like the translations just being completely screwed up. Like they really the translation yeah. like not completely screwed up, but it does change perspectives. Like yeah, I've seen a couple of people explain like Korean speaking people explain how the English translation was messed up. Mm. So that the dubbed version or the subtitles? That's also I think it was the subtitles, but you know, the dubbed version and the subtitles were also different. So like really? while watching it with the du- yeah. English dubbed and the su- English subtitles, they weren't matching up. Like they were so using weird. different phrases. Yeah. I thought so too. Oh, but then as a language is just wild because yeah. there's so many different ways to say the same thing. Right. And other, you know, like that's just so wild. Right. But as I was, you know, watching the English dubbed version, it made me realize, like, how much goes into, like, re-dubbing a movie in a different language. Because not only is it the, like, the speaking that they have to do, they have to do all of the sounds. Like, all of the ambient sounds, everything. Right. So it's like filming a whole other movie, really. Yeah. So. It's really good, though. If you're not watching it, I highly recommend because, I mean, but if you have anxiety... Maybe not. Maybe don't. Because, wow. It's so intense. So intense. Is it like a thriller? Well, I know it's super gory. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because I kept falling asleep. Really? So, so... I don't know if that's saying much, because don't you always do that? (laughs) It's my nightly routine. Fall asleep on the couch around 9 and then wake up and go to bed around 11.30. (laughs) What a life. What a life. That's so funny. But yeah, it was good. And then American Horror Stories on and American Crime Story, the Monica Lewinsky. I've been watching that. Yeah, we're behind one episode. Me and my mom are watching that. You know, I was talking to you guys, I think I texted you yesterday about the documentary on, I think it's Netflix. No, HBO Plus, HBO Max maybe. Um, what was it called again? Shit. F- 15 seconds. 15 minutes of shame. Oh, and Monica Lewinsky oh. narrates it. So she's like, she talks about it. It's pretty much about cancel culture. And it's so good. And so watching that American crime story with like about her story, it was just like, God, it's so unfortunate that she had to go through all that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How horrible. she was portrayed, all of it. It was. Ugh. Yeah. Wild times. Yeah. Because of a man. All because of a man. Patriarchy. (laughs) How about you, Becca? 
Um, okay, let's see. Well, speaking of the patriarchy, I shared this on TikTok, but Nicole didn't see it. No, I didn't. TikTok. This is, this is something that my friends and I say. Ask not what you can do for the patriarchy. Ask what the patriarchy can do for you. Okay? This... <laughs> Wait, there's a story that goes along. <laughs> okay, I'll just like very quickly share the story. So a couple weeks ago, my Wi-Fi went out. So we reset the router as one does. And it was a routine router reset. But for some reason, I put the cord back in the wrong spot. I don't know why. I've never done this before. And it still wasn't working. So Daniel looked at it. He couldn't see what was wrong. And it was one of those plug-in things that's not like a power plug-in it's like the cable plug-in mm-hmm. it's like the old phone jack what... exactly because i live in the 1930s in this house yes. <laughs> well, Ethernet, yeah no you don't <laughs> um so yeah that was plugged into the wrong hole neither of us realized it's even like colored green so you know exactly where to put it anyway we messed it up he called the wi-fi company they come out check the perimeter i happen to be home alone and he comes inside he's like well i don't see anything out there let me check your router and then he goes uh you know what it's just plugged into the wrong port here so here's what we're gonna do and he i don't remember what he said but he like alluded to me being like single and alone living in this house and like he he like asked me like oh like are you are you here alone or something like that and like I didn't answer because you don't answer that. He didn't ask it in a creepy way. He, I think he was more or less trying to like justify it to himself, like, "Oh, she doesn't have someone to take care of her, so I'm going to right now by not charging her for this visit." You know? Oh wow! No, little lady. Nicole's face is all scrunched up. <laughs> yeah. um, so many so eye he rolls. Goes, <laughs> he goes. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm just gonna pretend like I didn't come inside and there was a problem on the perimeter and I fixed it and that's it. So you don't have to get charged because it's like 80 or 100. It's expensive to have them come out. And I was like, oh my gosh, that would be so great. Like, I have no idea how I did that. Thank you so much. I mean, I was very, I'm still very thankful. He was a super nice guy. Um, But that is a result of the patriarchy, ladies and gentlemen, that right there. This well-meaning gentleman still assumes that I'm a helpless woman. Yeah. I don't think he meant it in a mean way, but that is just how men are conditioned to regard women a lot of the time. So they want to take care of you. Not all the time, but, you know, yeah, I've noticed that a lot here. Like they feel inclined to like do things for you. And hey, I'll let them load the wood in my car. That's fine. (laughs) They can wrap it up. Like, that's fine. What can the patriarchy do for me? That's what it can do for me. That's hilarious. That is so funny. I felt like that story was going to take a turn, a different turn when you were talking about, like, he thinks I was home alone. I thought it was going to be like the delivery guy thinks he's living in a pornography. He was like, I got a pizza for you with extra sausage. (laughs) And it's his his sausage. (laughs) His personal sausage. That was implied. Um, that was implied. Oh. <laughs> okay, out of like your TikTok, like I Ba-dum-tsh. feel like such a, like such a like teenager because I was like, oh, I just don't get it. <laughs> we don't need to explain. <laughs> Wait, but TikTok. So you posted, you posted a couple days ago, Adam, about Wicked being on TikTok, and I was like, yeah. son of a bitch, I'm gonna have to get TikTok now. No. And I, and I didn't. 
Was it, it was, bad? It was clickbait. I, I'm actually annoyed by it. It was just some of the cast going live chatting. Bullshit. I was like, you on your Instagram said, like, Wicked will be live tonight. And at 8, yeah. 8 p.m. Eastern, I was like, oh, they're doing the show. No, it wasn't. I was annoyed. Oh, thank God. Mm, yeah. I feel better now. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, I have one last thing to update on, and then we should get into it. Yeah. So that we don't have an hour update, although it feels <laughs> like we're getting there. But, okay, so... I have wanted to do the greenhouse. We know I've probably chatted about it on the pod. Yeah, you did. And I was like, okay, I want to get this done before the year end because honestly, that would be better for taxes, have higher <laughs> expenses, less taxable income. Yep. <laughs> Becca, the businesswoman. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my mother, who is my accountant, and she's like, is there any other expenses that you could have this year? And I'm like, a greenhouse, if I can swing it. So, anyway, it it is going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. And after, like, six days, my grandparents were just visiting me. And it was so sweet. Like, I was so sad all day yesterday because they left. And I always cry when my grandparents leave. I'm so close with both of my, like, all of my grandparents I've always been really close with. So, I just, it's so cool that I'm an adult and they're visiting my house. And it's just I don't know. It feels like a full circle moment. So I just was really emotional and it was a great week hanging out with them. And um, hold on. My phone is like going off in my ear. Anyway, so the whole time they were here, I was like badgering them like, oh, what should I do about the greenhouse? What should I blah, blah, blah. They were probably so annoyed with me at the end of it. (laughs) But finally, I reached out to a bunch of companies again because I've already reached out. Um, and I put Daniel's name instead of my name. And guess what? No. Somebody called me back. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. And like, I don't remember reaching out to this company, but they said that they got my info from Angie's list. So it wasn't one that I reached out to. I might have like submitted a form and like not realized. Like, I don't really know because mm. I don't remember looking at their website. They don't even have a website. So I don't know how they got my information. Honestly, I don't care. I'm just glad that somebody called me. But um, so maybe it wasn't a patriarchy thing. (laughs) (laughs) I always want to find like a a way to blame it on that. But no, I think I think people are just honestly very busy this at the end of the year. And like you can't Mm -hmm. do construction after a certain point here because the ground freezes, which is another new concept to me because that's not a thing. Like construction (laughs) is when. Like, winter is when construction ramps up in Tucson because it's not hot and people can actually be outside. So that was a learning thing. I'm like, oh, you can't actually be outside in the winter. Makes sense. So what I need to do is get a foundation built. um, And I'm going to do, like, a rock foundation. But the ground is really off-level. Unlevel? Yeah, unlevel. Sloped, whatever. It's Uneven? Uneven. Uneven. Yes. Words. <laughs> there we, we got there. <laughs> so it's super slow. I was very confident in my unlevel word. <laughs> unlevel. Yeah, me too. I don't know where I went. Um, so we, I mean, it's something that we might've been able to do by ourselves, but we'd have to rent like heavy machinery and it's just, it's a whole thing. And we don't know how, I don't want to like have the greenhouse collapse on top of my head because it gets swept out or something. Yeah. So 
they came out yesterday to look at it and he's like oh yeah it's a small area you would only need one person to do it and you just blah 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 i was like okay and he's and i was like so what do you think about timeline because i'd love to do it by the end of the year but i know that people are busy and he's like oh well you know depending on the weather we could probably get it done in the next month Um, because it's like a one day one person project nice so if just somebody is free they can just come out and do it real quick yeah so if that happens and they are able to do that as soon as that thing is done i'm headed out to the store and i'm getting my lumber and i'm getting my polycarbonate sheeting and we are building the greenhouse you're You're gonna gonna build build it it. we're gonna build it oh my gosh and like i know that i wanted to like spend more money but i can't justify spending six thousand dollars on something that costs eight hundred dollars in materials to build literally i mapped it out eight hundred dollars yeah i feel like that's that price point at that point it's like if you mess it up it's easier to take that hit (laughs) than Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like and plus it's gonna be so rewarding building your own greenhouse i think yeah that's yeah that's also a part of it like it's so gratifying to know that I built it or I will have built it. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about the garden, you know? So yeah. much of that I built yeah. and it just feels really good to know that. And I love, I'm an independent queen. I love doing things by myself, sometimes to a negative degree. But it's just like, I'm like, oh, can I do this greenhouse entirely by myself? Probably, except for the rafters. Okay, so blah, 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 blah. And I'm like thinking like all the ways that I d- could not ask for help, which is a little toxic, but. I don't know. Like I just I get think it, that it's, yeah. I just think it's going to be so fun to build something like that. And obviously now Daniel can help me. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's good. I'll have for sure a helper for like the rafters and things like that. But yeah, and it's it's going to cost eight hundred dollars in that's materials. So Possibly more because I might want to do it bigger than I originally mapped. But probably like at that point a thousand. Which is one-sixth of the price if I bought it. Go big or go home. That's what I say. Not really. Yep. But yeah. What about what what about the the weather? Are you discouraged at all by like the snow and stuff? Or are you're not gonna wait till spring? To build it? Yeah. No. You think you okay, can get it, it done? Yeah. It didn't get like excruciatingly cold here until like end January. of December. Yeah, like yeah. it was cold, but it's going to take us like two days to build it. Like it's not. Oh. I watched somebody's YouTube video and I feel kind of bad. Like I don't want to like talk shit about them at all. I don't want it to come across like that. But they just didn't like I just was watching them and they did it in two days. It seems like they've never built anything. I'll just say that mm-hmm. they built a greenhouse and then they built the foundation. And I was like, oh, what? Oh, That's confusing. Wow. Maybe they didn't know how sloped their ground was. I don't know them. And I, I, as a YouTuber, know that there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. So maybe they had their reasons. They didn't think that they needed to level the ground. And then they realized that they did. So then they started, like, jacking it up mm. to, yeah. like, put cinder blocks underneath it. It was a helpful video to know how to, like, how quickly it can be done with two people. Because it's just cutting two by fours and screwing them together. That's literally all it is. Yeah. So, I yeah, that's basically the plan as of right now, and it could it could happen. 
That is so exciting. So the people that are coming out to level the ground, are they doing a foundation as well? Or are you just going to do like river rock or some kind of rock pebble thing? Yeah, it's just going to be like a gravel foundation. Okay. And yeah. they're doing it? Huh? They're doing it? Like all the, they're bringing yeah. all the supplies and stuff? Oh, that's good. Yeah. And like I was looking at how much it would cost before I reached out to people so I would know what a good price is. And the price they gave me was like pretty middle ground. So it's not the minimum, but it's definitely not the maximum. So I'm like, okay, I feel like I've done like a ton of research about this and I'm making a good decision financially. Mm-hmm. I'm sure and it's also, much cheaper than concrete. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper than concrete. And also like I literally could not do that by myself. So even with yeah. Daniel, I wouldn't feel safe doing it. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be a rock foundation and then build a greenhouse on top of that. And it'll be right next to the garden. Ooh. Yay. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me and too. I know this is all being filmed. I'm so excited. Yeah, it is all being filmed. Ah, okay, that's my only update other than, you know, family visiting and yeah. We're actually the biggest update. We're going up this weekend to Iowa to cut a ton of wood because one of Daniel's friends has to like cut down a huge tree and said we could have all the wood. So mm-hmm. we're gonna be lumberjacks this weekend. Fun. You better vlog that. That'll oh, be I fun. Will. Okay. I will. Um, but yeah, that's it. Are you going to set up a time lapse for when they're leveling, leveling off the ground? Like from, do you think you could put the camera in a window in one of the Ooh, windows? that would be cool. That's what I was thinking of doing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be like creepy, but like I watch YouTubers who film people, but I don't know, like, like construction I mean, all workers. you got to do... All you gotta do is ask them if you can record it. Be like, you know, this is like a monumental thing for me. And can yeah. I just do a time lapse of you doing Unless it? Unless he's like the pizza delivery guy and you're like, can I film you? And then he starts unbuttoning his shirt. You're like, no, 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 no. No, no. No, <laughs> sir. You get it. It's not that. <laughs> oh, God. It's scary. Yeah. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. But he was a really great guy, you know. I mean, people here are, you you can find some good people here. Good country folk. And they're very sweet. So he was the nicest guy. We sat and chatted for a bit. He told me about his kids. And I was like, you're hired. I don't even need to see the quote. (laughs) Just level my ground. Uh, Forget the money. You just want to hang out. (laughs) (laughs) Would Would you like some lemonade? Yeah. How that you reminded me dinner, oh, bring your kids, bring your wife. I don't know. I'm kids. like always leave looking for friends like for us. So I'm like, hmm, you're cool. Maybe we should have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made me think of of the sweet, sweet lady we met when we were visiting with the Oh yeah. With the Salem. Wait, uh-huh. she's the one that gave you the Salem, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Have you spoke to her lately? Here and there. Kind of. I mean, I don't know. It got a little strange, but yeah, I don't know. It was good, but like felt a little flighty, a little flighty, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
I didn't yeah, I feel the cha- need to keep like in contact, but I do have her number. I was channeling Michael Myers when we were invited into the house. I was like, this seems like something I'd watch on television. Uh-oh. No, but then she, she turned was... out to be a Democrat and it was all good. <laughs> yeah, not a, not only a Democrat, but a Bernie Democrat. A Bernie, a Bernie Democrat. A yeah. Bernie babe, yeah. yeah. No, she was really cool. She just, like, she got a little strange when we started talking about kids. Like, I was like, yeah, I want kids someday. And then she just was like, make sure you have kids if you can. It was, like, very adamant oh. and i was kind of like uh and i don't know if that's just like an ick like it literally is so dumb for me to be like eh. yeah but i don't know i don't know i'm i think i'm kind of flighty sometimes like i'll get an ick and i'm like nope bye never mind I wanna... <laughs> was she sizing up your hips to be like okay yep we can have the kids these are some Ma'am, strong please ones have kids you've got birth given <laughs> hips <laughs> I probably do, honestly. I I am very curious about how this is gonna go. I just watched somebody's birth vlog, and she was like silent the whole time she was giving. Okay, birth. <laughs> were you? Was it? No, hell no, I wasn't silent. It was but Aspen. I also, Aspen, yeah. So I watched that birth vlog, and I was like, "Can you fucking scream just once?" But then silent. again, but then again, we're also YouTubers, and it it didn't. They cut. They had some yeah. cuts in there. So she was probably like, cut that out. I look like a yeah, demon. Yeah, there was probably part where she was like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> but I also yeah. cried like a baby after watching that video. I don't know what it is about women giving birth. Same. I don't Literally. want any more children. I don't. But it's just so like. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God. When the labor and delivery nurse was like, Aspen, keep going. You're almost there. I was like, <laughs> like bawling my, it doesn't matter who it is, where it is, whatever. You know? If I'm like watching the experience of somebody giving birth, I am a bucket of tears. It's beautiful. And then her husband's just like hugging her leg and being like, it's okay. You got this. You got this. You're doing so good. I was like, she is. <laughs> She's so great. She's so quiet. <laughs> This little lady's so quiet. (laughs) And she's so small. She's such a small framed girl. And I'm like, that has to fucking hurt. Like you're breaking something, pushing that baby out. Yeah. Cutest baby ever. Yeah. She said last time that she tore and this time she tore a little bit, but like her body ripped open and she was just like, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) No, but they've said before that, like, she didn't want to be, like, screaming and having this, like, really chaotic environment for the baby to be born into. So maybe it's, like, a conscious choice that she's like, I'm not going to do that. But I know that when my mom was giving birth, it was not quiet. (laughs) (laughs) It was not quiet Wait, were you there? Were you there? No, but I heard it from just about everybody. Like, (laughs) her face was, like, beet red. Like, my dad said he was, like, actually kind of scared for her. My grandma almost fainted. Like everybody was like, oh God. <laughs> I mean, you're pushing a gigantic thing out of your tiny little hole. So, like, scream all you want. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to scream at all in your life, let it be at that moment in time. I'm, I'm sticking to it. I think that they cut it out. She had to have let out a few yelps there. She had to. <laughs> There's no way. I think, yeah. And I think it would be kind of awkward to, like, watch somebody do that that you don't know like screaming like i mean it's just it's just very like uh yeah so maybe it's, it's good intense. that they did 
okay anyway like how do we get talking about childbirth i don't know how that happened i didn't even mention earlier what the topic is so we are going to talk about selling plants and everything that's involved with making a little money off of some propagations and everything else we are not going to be speaking about it super technically as far as like taxes and all of that goes we do know a little bit i used to work at a at an accounting firm so like i have a little bit of knowledge my mom is an accountant she's a cpa she texted me back by the way oh so i'll put that information in when we get to that okay but always just as a preface like always make sure that you're abiding by like state and federal taxes whatever is needed because if you don't it could it could really be a problem later so just make sure you're being careful with yourself legally um but selling plants is a great way to make extra money off of something you already have so adam and nicole have both done it i'd say they're both pros Mm -hmm. i have not really done it besides like (laughs) facebook groups so i'm really keen to learn more from them and possibly start doing it more or just do it in general so let's start with like i don't know what do you think is a good starting point like how I don't know. Tell us how you guys have done it. Adam, you've done it the longest. So how have you done sales? Um, I kind of do it uh, like kind of a, a myriad of different ways. But more more than likely, if I do any kind of sell of sale of plants, it's going to be on a Facebook group. And specifically like the Hoya Haven BST Facebook group. BST stands for Buy, Sell, Trade. So mm-hmm. that group is a huge group um, in the U.S., and you can buy things on there, sell things on there, and create trades on there, obviously BST. But um, Mm -hmm. I've also sold on my Instagram stories before, and I did really enjoy that, but it also made me feel bad because not everyone's watching stories all day long. So if I put Mm -hmm, up a plant, and I want to say $30 for this cutting, the first person to see that story is going to grab it, and then you know, nobody's none the wiser, which I was like, oh, I feel bad about that. But uh, Facebook is, Facebook to me is usually a really good place to go. And I don't use like Facebook marketplace. I I just use like the groups. So this Ahoya group and there's, you know, Aeroid groups and there's a subcategory of groups for any plants that you're going to sell, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. Is that the, is that the plant that you sell the most of Hoya? Yeah, just because they're easy. They're so easy to propagate. And they're easy to ship. I feel like they hold up in the mail. Well, this is me speaking prematurely because I did this last week, which I'll talk about in a second. I just shipped them out and I haven't heard back from anybody yet. So I'm a little paranoid, but but I feel (laughs) like those those plants hold up. They're like cactus, you know? Yeah. And... You know, propagating them is easy, unlike, like, Anthurium, or we've talked about that before, but, like, a lot of the plants that Becca has, like, they're kind of hard to, like, propagate because it just causes the plant to grow just so differently, you know? So Mm -hmm. Hoyas are not Mm -hmm. like that. Hoya, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's so easy, and uh, they're really great plants. So, yeah, Facebook is usually my main go-to for sure. So when you... When you sell plants on Facebook, you're in this group. So obviously everybody in that group love Hoya, right? Mm-hmm. How many people like are in the group? 
like hundreds or thousands thousands and that oh, buys wow. that usually I'll, if i'm selling like a lot of cuttings i'll uh and to be honest, I'm not a master at this, so I've learned from my other friends who do this more often. But you usually mm-hmm. want to, like, tease it. You want to put a little post of, like, you know, 5 p.m. Eastern time tonight or 5 p.m. Mountain time tonight. I'm going to be doing a purge of some plants, which I hate using that word, but that's just, like, the word everyone uses. But, like, I'm selling <laughs> some plants. Mm-hmm. And then you can list like some of the ones you have just to cause up and maybe even attach a photo to the post to just cause a little like people will start commenting, following that kind of stuff. Right. Just so right. when you start posting your plants, because you post them in the comments of that original okay. post. That's what I was going to ask. Okay. You'll post like the name of the plant, the cost and the picture. And then under that, people will comment. <clears throat> So each group kind of has their own kind of like rhythm and ways to do things. Like I would just suggest if you want to sell plants in a Facebook group, just to look at the announcements on the group to see if there's rules. Like sometimes you have to, if you're going to do an auction, you have to have the minimum sent to an admin before the auction starts. So they know, you know, if it gets met or not, that kind of stuff. Or if you're just going to plain out sell them. Sometimes there's different, like, how you set up the sale, what you have to put in the description saying, like, where you're shipping it from, what the shipping cost is, that kind of stuff. But so they're all just a little different. Okay. Yeah. But you also sold on Instagram stories, which that's where I kind of got the idea to do this. I was, my plants are getting big and I do have a lot of Hoya. And I realized that. You know, I only have two shelves and I'm not getting another shelf. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I need to start propagating some plants. And I was thinking about obviously giving them to some friends. But then I was like, you know, I could probably make a few extra bucks on these if I sell them on Instagram. And I've sold a few plants before on uh, offer up, like locally. And it was a pretty good experience. Like I've maybe sold like eight plants that way. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I don't like about that is that, you know, they come to your house. And I did that right before we moved. So I was like, well, they're not going to know where I live because I'm moving anyway. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't care about it. Otherwise, you'd probably have to meet them up. Like if you're selling on a local app, you'd probably have to meet up at a location like Facebook Marketplace. You do that too, right? But selling online always kind of freaked me out because I worry about shipping. And I've traded plants before, and I've always had a really good experience trading plants. And I've been told from the people I've traded with that the plants came in perfect condition and, like, no soil in the box, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, maybe I do know, like, how to do this, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So I propagated a few plants. And within, like, two weeks, like you said, Hoya are so easy to root. Like, they really do start to root up. Um, I just posted a YouTube video of me actually doing it and like transferring the plants to like these little plastic cups posted on an Instagram stories. And I pretty much just said best offer, which is another idea I got from you, Adam, which I think is a great idea because it takes a lot of time, not only to prep your plants for sale, which I guess we could talk a little bit about that next. Mm -hmm. Um, but it also takes time to like make the posts and to follow up with the posts and like to message all these people then to package them for shipping and all that 
I didn't want to take the time really to look up how much plants were worth because I wouldn't know where to start. Like, I feel like that whole process in and of itself is super overwhelming. And that's what's pretty much deterred me from doing it in the past too. So when you said like, just post it and just say, give your best offer, people that are looking to purchase plants, I feel like they already know Mm -hmm. how much this plant is probably worth or what they're willing to pay for it because they maybe yeah. they've they've been looking for it, yeah. you know? So they've already done the research. So it's like, okay, I'm just going to do that. Like I'm not making the look a lot make a lot of money off these plants anyway. It's just something to do for fun just to make a few extra bucks. And it did it like worked really well. Like it was I was shocked at how fast they all sold. Yeah. So So yeah. So um I think it's a great way to make a few extra bucks. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, if you have them and you you're looking to downsize your plants, obviously trading or getting rid of plants and giving plants to friends and family is is a way to go for sure. But like if you're looking to make a few extra bucks before the holidays, especially snip, propagate and sell some plants online. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I feel like as a personal seller, I I'm not so concerned with like being like, okay, it is, it is work and it's a lot of work to like research prices because they fluctuate so much and they fluctuate so much on different things. Uh, You know, Etsy's a little higher. Facebook can be a crapshoot with prices. So I, as long as I get my like original investment, which I hate even saying that considering plans and investment, but if I get my original like cost back, then I'm just like, whatever, like this is sharing. Like I want... It does irk me, though, if people flip, like, you know, you try to do a nice thing and you set, like, a low price or just being mm-hmm. like, you know what? Like, all these cuttings are $20 and then someone gets one and flips it for more money. Yeah. Like, yeah, we've talked about that before. You can go to hell. But Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can go straight to hell. But, yeah. Someone posted that clip in a DM. Did you see it? I did, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, the whole flipping plants thing is something else. But anytime that I have ever sold a plant, I'll, at minimum, I sell it for what I bought it for. Um, right. Like, especially if I'm, even if it's a little piece, or no, no, if it's a piece, like, comparable size to what I bought it at, um, I'll charge the same as what I bought it at. Or maybe more, depending on the market value. So right. something that I have a hard time overcoming is you know, plants are very expensive and I want to sell them for a reasonable price. But at the same time, yeah, people could flip the plant. That's a thing Mm -hmm. and make more money than you did for what? And also this is a plant from your personal collection and you have cultivated this plant on a personal level. And as Adam has said, he owns the mother plant. We know what the origin of the plant is and there's so much value in that too. I mean, I almost prefer purchasing from private sellers more than yeah. nurseries these days. I mean, nurseries are still great, obviously, but you know that you're getting a plant from someone's personal collection. It's kind of a risk though, because some people are shady. So it's like, yeah, you know, it's it's hard. But I guess for pricing, when you're look when you're thinking about pricing, yeah, your minimum should be what you paid for the plant. Yeah. Right? that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I had a few really sweet comments 
of people just saying like i just wanted a plant from your collection like that's mm-hmm. I, I don't care what it was and i was like that's the nicest a few people said that and i didn't even think about that and mm-hmm. i should have because when i got plants from both of you like i look at those plants all the time mm-hmm. and those are like my most cherished plants or like when you get some a plant from somebody that you know or that you watch or even if you're buying merch from a youtube person you watch yeah. it's like you feel like you're invested in that person so to have something from their collection is like it's pretty cool you know yeah, yeah. it is it's super special yeah there's a few people that i would love to have a plant from their collection like just a little piece <laughs> <laughs> just a little snip just a snip <laughs> Very fun. Okay, so how does that go with like shipping and all of that stuff? Oh, I still have fruit flies flying around my house, you guys, unfortunately. Fruit flies um, or fungus nuts? Both. Uh, <laughs> I have fungus. Well, fruit season. Fungus nuts are coming back for me. I don't know what it is. Uh, yikes. Fruit season's season. dying down, so you're done harvesting, right? For the most part, right now. Yeah, I'm done. So I don't, I'm not gonna harvest anything else out of there. There's some like tomatoes and cucumbers. I'm eating the tomatoes just straight off the vine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll have some carrots and lettuce soon. Yeah. What's up, Doc? What's up? <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So as far shipping. as like the packaging and the shipping, yeah, because I did the pumpkins, which was my taste of selling a product. And shipping it mm-hmm. and sending it and all of that. And I have that all set up through my website. So if you don't mm-hmm. have a website, most people don't. You're just a private seller. How would you suggest billing, shipping? Like, how much do you charge for shipping? You know, are you charging for shipping materials? Like, what do you guys do with that? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, like, sorry, I don't want to, like, hijack the whole episode. Oh, no, you talk. You've okay. done this for, I got all my info from you, so it's. I, I'm going to say what you say. <laughs> so in, if you didn't know, you can order boxes from the post office. Because, okay, so plants, I send priority. That's two-day. I think they've changed it to three-day. And they may even be changing it to, say, five-day now. Um. So update, it's four to five days. Yeah. Um. But, you know. I don't know why, but it is. So. Everyone's. It's probably because the houseplant community, to be honest. Inundating the the post office, but no. Yeah. You can get free boxes from the post office. So if you have a post office in your community, you can go there and pick up these priority boxes. They don't cost. uh, It's the white boxes with like, it says priority mail on it. Um, The ones that I use are like a square. So it's a small priority box, but it's a square. And they're usually not out in the lobby in the priority mailbox area where you can pick boxes. But I usually just ask an employee and they have them in the back and they bring me out. I was like, can I have like 25 or 30? And they just bring me a whole chunk of boxes and I just keep them Mm -hmm. in my house. So if you don't want to do that, obviously there's other places you can get boxes. You can reuse boxes in your home. Uh, For my hats from (laughs) notdude.com, plug, plug, plug. (laughs) <laughs> I just bought like seven by seven by seven boxes at Staples. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I found some on Amazon. It was 25 boxes for 20, 20 21 bucks. So that's less than a dollar a box. So that's pretty good too. Yeah. Oh, also, if you don't live in a place like where you can get the, the like walk to the post office, you can order them online, usps.com, and they'll ship them to your house for free. 
So wow, free yeah. boxes, free shipping. Yeah, for priority priority mailboxes. Yeah. Wow. So okay. the the priority mail cost is different based on the zone you're sending it to. So for me, whenever I sell plants, like in a Facebook group, I just say shipping and handling fifteen dollars. Because it ranges from like $9.80 to like $12.30. Like it's just a range depending on where they're at in the United States. And again, this is for U.S. only. I'm sorry for our international listeners. But um, mm-hmm. so I just say $15. That covers for me the packing material, which I use like reuse plastic bubble wrap if I have any from shipments mm-hmm. that I've gotten. Uh, I use craft paper to like wrap the plants up and then create padding. So I just say flat 15 because I think that even if someone, if I'm only shipping, it's only going to cost $9.80. Well, you know, that's $5 for my time, effort, shipping right. materials, driving to the gas uh, gas station, driving to the post office. And some mm-hmm. of them, I only maybe like $2 over that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm being greedy by just saying 15, but it's just easier just to have an, like an even number. Just a flat, yeah. Well, I thought about that too and I thought about like as I was printing some of these labels because like you said it really was a range from like 980 to like 12 something and um, I had one Hawaii order that was a little bit more but it 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 does range and then it does I feel like that takes the bulk of your time like not to nitpick but it's like literally writing <laughs> your their address mm-hmm. and a return address on a box do that for 25 people and it's going to take a good chunk of, of yeah, your time. It does you take know? some time. Yeah. And then I put a personalized note in each box. I usually try to do that. That takes time. That's, that's packaging material, you know, that costs money. And mm-hmm. then, um, like you said, just like the stuff that you're wrapping the plant in. But, um, that's the one thing that I was worried about. I was like, Oh, they're going to see that they didn't like the shipping didn't cost that, but it's the handling that, we do it when we order from from companies too. Mm-hmm. Like there's shipping and handling charges too. So yeah, yeah. When I was I doing my it's... when I was doing my pumpkins, I was worried about that. But the program that I used doesn't put the cost of shipping on the box, and I was like, oh, okay. thank God. I mean, I did five dollar mm-hmm. flat rate, and some shipping was like ten dollars. So and other people's yeah. was like three dollars. So it just kind of evened out eventually. Yeah. I hope. Mm-hmm. But I still made. I think I made like three hundred bucks off the. That's pumpkins. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was surprised uh, do you have any, by. Do you have any left? Because I was... I need yes. to take this out, but I kind of want to... I want a couple. I, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. You got you, you got it. Um, oh, I'm not worried about it. I'm just going to go buy them. Oh, they're <laughs> they're not on my website anymore, but... Oh, they're not? I have I had extras, but I wanted... When I, when I got to the end of it, I was like, oh, well, I want extras to, like, send them to my friends. So I just pulled them off the website. Oh, okay. You weren't quick enough, Nicole. Hmm. Some friend you are. <laughs> well, it was the same situation where I didn't want to purchase them, and, and then you'd be like, Nicole, what the heck are you doing? Or like, take that opportunity away from somebody else because you're my friend, and I could just commission you to just make me a pumpkin anytime I want. <laughs> I understand. I understand completely. Um, okay, so it all evens out in the end. Mm-hmm. They're not only paying for shipping, but also the service of packaging the plant well and all the packaging yeah. materials, which is expensive. Yeah, and yeah. I just think it that if you're gonna up. if you're gonna try to like give them the like cost charge shipping the exact amount, that's just gonna like double your work. Maybe I 
as a just a personal seller without a website like you with a program that calculates, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you would have to go in and input the address and figure out how much shipping would be. And then you'd have to, you know, charge yeah. them that. It just it it just yeah. feels a lot easier to just say like flat rate. And people are fine with it because a lot of people do that, you know. I've yeah. never had like the one time I I did it. Not one person was like, oh, that's too much for shipping. Yeah. Everybody agreed to it. Everybody was fine with it. And as far as like a payment method, because we don't have it, we don't have a website set up. I used Venmo. I had one person send me Zelle, which I was a little hesitant to do because then you have to give either your phone number or my email is my my other business email. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone has Zelle, everyone has Venmo these days. Like everyone yeah. uses Venmo or PayPal. So I don't it, even think you need to have a PayPal account to use PayPal. Right. Or PayPal. Yeah, you can use PayPal, too. Yeah. I use I think I, I always strictly always just say PayPal goods and services, which does take a percentage off. So like if I sold a plant for $70 and someone paid me $70, I might only get 68 15 mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. I'm willing to pay that little fee to just guarantee both of us are safe. Like both of us, like if, yeah. if the plant is screwed up that you can, you know, charge uh you can file a claim and if and if something happens like i'll be protected too so yeah okay i usually do goods and services but again you don't have to i did see an article saying that venmo was going to possibly start sending out tax forms yeah yeah i'd say that you actually do have to because yeah you could get in a lot of trouble see this is where that conversation comes in yeah, I, I saw that too. Yeah, so because a lot of people are using it to avoid making more taxable income, but they're cracking down on it. PayPal definitely has, and you could get into some serious trouble if you're evading all of that. Or I think they're also like saying that they might just do it for you. They might just automatically do it if they sense that you're selling products or something like that Mm -hmm. or can you this is probably a good time to talk about what your mom said what was that level is it yeah okay so if you're making just on any side hustle situation any thing like that if you're making more than four hundred dollars net profit a year off of something then you have to claim that as income wow four hundred net yeah it would be miscellaneous income so Uh-huh. Yeah, you do have to report 400 net. So that net profit is basically after your expenses. So let's say you make $500 selling plants. That's how much mm-hmm. your profit was. But you had to spend $100 in shipping materials and cards and everything else. So then your net profit was only 400 because you made expenses to ship these things out. So mm-hmm. and then 400. Yeah, so your gross 500 net. 400 just a little math okay counting lesson real quick i always get the two mixed up because i thought gross was and i shouldn't because i'm a i'm an entrepreneur but like it's (laughs) um, i don't know the difference either honestly (laughs) (laughs) i just know because my mom literally just told me (laughs) (laughs) we have our own businesses but yeah we're not tax people but yeah that is that's really good to know that's important to know because yeah the money that i made off of those plants i'll have to pay taxes on and that's another yeah. thing you need to take into consideration too is putting money aside for for taxes but yeah we don't have to go all into that yeah but if you are interested in hearing something like that 
you know, I was thinking about having my mom on a YouTube video to talk about that because I feel Ooh. like it would be really helpful for people selling plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's we're a- on the pod. We can have her as, as a guest on the pod. Yeah, we'd have her on the pod too. She would yeah. probably love that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's just something to think about and it's not something that'll be at the forefront of your mind, but you can get into a lot of trouble if you're not reporting it correctly. And even if you lose a little money, I say you just do it the right way and you never have to yeah. worry about being audited yeah. or whatever else. And then you also yeah. know how much you're making. You keep track of these things. Right. It could become like a profitable business for you, actually, but you wouldn't know unless you were keeping track. So I'm this, not going to uh, say to avoid tracking it or like reporting it, but I'm sure you could get away not reporting it, but I'm not going to advise mm-hmm. that. So that's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's enter at Do your own you risk. Wish. Yeah, it's your yeah. own risk. Um, you know that Venmo thing where they said Venmo's possibly going to start generating 1099 miscellaneous, like income forms. Mm-hmm. It made me think like, okay, well, what if I had like, okay, so let's just say us three were always together. And can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Oh. Sorry. I'm waiting for it to connect. because it's crappier. So uh, let's say all three of us are always together and Becca has like a cash back card. So she always pays for everything. And then we're always paying you back for yeah. what you bought. Like, so if I gave you over $400, is, is Venmo going to like send you a tax form? Because I don't, that's not taxable. You know, like how right, do they figure right. it out? That's what I'm just like, I don't know how this is going to work. Yeah. Yeah. That's there was definitely some backlash on it. Mm-hmm. I know there's articles we could probably search up that specify it a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I know that they were for that specific reason there was some backlash because I could just look at my Venmo history and people that I'm friends with mm-hmm. and I could see people paying for dinner, paying for babysitting, dog walking, everything. Yeah. That if you're doing that once a week, mm-hmm. that adds up. $400 is nothing nowadays. For a year, you know? yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of... Yeah, and, like, kids babysit all the time when they can't, like, legally work so they can make money. But, like, what if that kid makes $400 in a year? Is that child right. labor now? Like, I don't, you know, it's just kind of interesting, right. like, how that's all working out. I was babysitting probably when I was, like, 15 for money. Oh, gosh, I was, like, 12. Yeah. But I grew up in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before I could drive, I had to get a ride, but... Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know how they're going to like work that out. Mm-hmm. And then also if like if you're selling stuff from your house, like if I sell yeah. my TV stand at, you know, $300 or whatever, I make $300. Somebody yeah. purchased a, an item from me, but is that going to be like taxable? Am I going to have to add tax to everything? Like it's just, yeah. This is a really good conversation to have. We should have your mom on. This is a good conversation to have and like to talk about. And um maybe do some more research on because I'm curious to know too. I I feel like if, if then I know PayPal has been doing it for a while, but I feel like if Venmo does that, then it's like, what about all these other sites like offer up Facebook marketplace? Yeah. Because can't you pay through offer up? Like offer up has a payment option and Facebook too. Facebook pay. Okay. See, like, I feel like all these, all these apps are going to get on that train. I do want to say real quick, Facebook pay or even sometimes, you know, you can get like send money requests through Facebook, but they mm-hmm. use they use the PayPal channels, but they use the PayPal consumer channels and not the goods and services. So I have seen recently people being like, 
I paid for this plant through Facebook because they sent me a request through Facebook, but they had no recourse if something went wrong because it wasn't goods and services. It went through mm-hmm. PayPal consumers. Personal. So just, yeah, be very wary of that. Protect yourself mm-hmm. first and foremost. Okay. What else should we talk about in regards to selling plants? Mm. Honestly, that feels like... Yeah. I mean, we all know, we all know what... We should look for, we talked about this in a previous episode about what we expect when we buy plants online. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you expect the plant to be shipped in a good condition, no pests, no root rot. Yeah, that's what you I was going to say. Make sure you're being extra careful when you're sh- mm-hmm. sending out a plant that it doesn't have pests. Yeah, triple check it. Ooh, that's what makes me nervous. I'm like, does it me have too. pests? And I just don't know. <laughs> me too, because you know, your girl's been dealing with some mealies, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I triple checked them, and none of the plants I sold ever had mealies. But you know, all of our yeah. plants cohabitate. You know, they're all on one plant shelf, and they're together, and they mingle, and <laughs> things can happen. So. You just want to really check it. I feel like also when you're propagating plants for sale, you can have a better look at like the root system. Like you're you're cutting your plant to essentially repot that stem in soil, so you know what's in it, you know what's going on. You're not selling a whole plant. I guess those are two different yeah types of sales. You know yeah mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but yeah, just make sure you're make sure you're selling a good plant, and then. Things happen, you know, things can get caught up in the mail. Obviously, if you're purchasing domestically, it really shouldn't. It shouldn't, doesn't have to go through customs or any special thing like that. Mm -hmm. So it should get to you within, you know, a few days. But I was kind of shocked when I I took my plants to the post office a few days ago and it, like I was expecting them to be there in two days. And it said, well, it it depended on where they lived in the country from me. But it was four to five days. And I was mm. like, what the heck? I mean, Hoya will hold up in the mail for probably, I'd say, like two weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Easily. But it's still scary because it's like, well, you don't want a plant to sit in a dark box that long. Right. But- right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that that wraps up. <laughs> just killed a fungus nut. I think that that wraps it up. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed this discussion. And again, if you would like to hear from a tax professional about this and an accountant, maybe mm-hmm. we can have her on the podcast. I was already planning on having her on my channel so we could do doubles or whatever. Yeah. Um, we would, I think that would be a really good thing. So we'd be happy. I mean, of course, she's my mom, so she's going to say yes. So <laughs> if that would be beneficial, let us know if you're really interested and yeah, I think if you're interested in following, I forgot the like end script. I feel like I haven't let an episode in so long. I'm like, mm, what do we say? Um, if you aren't following us on Instagram, you can find us at Potted Together on Instagram. And we post every week with our new episode. And we at can, we 7 a.m. <laughs> at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. <laughs> And we use that post more or less as a comment section for the podcast episode. So if you want to chat with us or others about anything we talked about today, you can head over there. You can follow all of us individually on Instagram, not dude, K-N-O-T, dude, my clean leaves, and De La Plants. We also have a YouTube channel, which if you want to see 
Nicole and Adam's setup for how they propagate plants to sell. Their section of the video was very cool and very helpful to share that. So I would suggest checking that out. And that was our last video, right? Yeah. When are we going to get another video posting, guys? Hmm. Well, we have to come up with an idea. Our goal is to have a new video within like the first week of the month. First Monday yeah. of the month. So, yeah, we should figure that out. We're, we're approaching. It's October 14th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're also approaching close to the end of the season. So just for everybody who might be new this season, we do seasons. Um, saying that word so many times. <laughs> yeah, we, we are a seasonal podcast because we like to give ourselves time to refresh and also get ahead for the next release. So... We're going to take a break after Thanksgiving or before yeah, Thanksgiving? the holidays. Before. Oh, before Thanksgiving. Right before. So, yeah. So, we only have, like, two episodes to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I guess we are getting pretty close to that. So, yeah, yeah. we're going to take a break for the holidays and then come back in January. And mm-hmm. we did the same thing last year, and it was great. It was a good refresher. And we'll be recording yeah. the whole time. Uh, getting yep. prepared. So again, if you know if you have any episode ideas, you can always leave those in the comments or DM us. We Nicole is very good at checking our DMs and sharing <laughs> with us if somebody like shares something sweet. We still get comments from certain episodes. So, um, and yeah. I think we'll probably post reruns during the break. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's that's in a good while. idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's enough business for me. So. thank you guys for listening thank you my friends for joining us you too i'm talking to thank you for being here um and thank you for having me oh i didn't have you your mom did (laughs) oh gosh mom jokes Uh, okay we'll see you next time Bye. bye bye When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.